top shelf fantasy. What is up, Shelfies? Got another podcast for you. Number 232 for me, Scott, and Craig all here, all suffering through fantasy football this weekend, dealing with a lot of injuries. Hopefully, or hopefully you're not dealing with that, but just us, but uh, that's the way the season's gone. But today's Monday, December 5th. We got Monday Night Football on. Bucks, Saints, no Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, you thought Mike Evans would do well. You're wrong, but... What else is new? Fantasy football impossible to predict this year. As always, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Top Shelf FNTSY. Check out our website. All of our articles are on there at topshelffantasy.com. Uh, and what are we plugging lately? Oh, Jock Market. Get on Jock Market. Use our promo code TSF. Make some money. Uh, Bookburner Jeff made a fortune this weekend. Like, I don't know, six, seven hundred bucks on Sunday alone. So, yeah, he it works. Was like top, easy. top five in the board, right? I thought he was up to like two. Oh, at wow. one point, I don't know if he finished there, but yeah, he he made a bundle and he's uh, made a grand since Thanksgiving. There you go. There's your there's your best bet trick. So hop on, use promo code TSF for 100% deposit match up to $100. Do you guys have money. any um, jock market things tonight? I did not. I was tied up on the phone with I, the client right up until kick. I, so. I only have like seven bucks or seven fifty <laughs> to my name. So I just toss seven shares for a buck for uh, Jameis Winston. Hey, nice. you know, he gets in yeah. <laughs> like. I uh, missed. I have had my phone off for a couple of hours now, so I haven't even. But uh, I did go in yesterday after not really doing much research, uh, which I I thought to myself was a bad idea. Um, I had I had just had a hell of a week last week, so I couldn't couldn't really keep up. I didn't get my starts and sets in, and I decided to bet anyway, and I ended up losing like twelve bucks. So. Yeah, um, and it's twelve bucks, but then that yeah, adds up. Uh, adds yeah. up every single game. Like, shit, I'm 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 in the whole sixty bucks. <laughs> I'm not that like nervous, but because I'm still up, uh, you know, compared to you know any other thing I've ever bet on. You know, I'm still <laughs> right, actually right. up. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, there's there's a uh, it's it's sad. I had everyone uh, that I had had a touchdown, and and they still all lost me money somehow. <laughs> Interesting. W- 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 was it Traylon Burks? Uh, no, I had Jim, uh, <laughs> Jamal Williams, um, T. Higgins, and uh, I forget the third one, but all of them had like one catch for a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Well, T. Higgins started <laughs> like, off big and he didn't do anything after that. I'm like, dude, yeah. he has like 23 yards and touchdown. Thank God for the touchdown. But um, in funnier news, to go back to Jamal, I think he's at 14 touchdowns in the year, which is, is tied for the Broncos touchdowns as a whole team oh god and he's on the lions it's not like it's like all right it's it's a chief player no he's on the lions so he's actually been crushing it and as a team i know uh, but you guys have seen this video of the uh russell wilson's house bathrooms versus the amount of passing touchdowns he's had it's Uh, it's still not there right track oh no he's still at eight he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass the last two weeks uh, and there's 12 bathrooms in his house. So Jamal Williams has more rushing touchdowns than Russell Wilson's bathrooms, and he can't even get there. It's fucking stupid. Imagine, like, I being... I want that guy gone. I want him fucking fired. If it could like, be. being... dollars he's getting paid to throw zero touchdowns in, in two consecutive weeks, like, as a professional quarterback. That's horrible. Yeah, I mean, we talk about. I, I took the wrong profession. 
You did. <laughs> yeah, I could throw zero touchdowns in the NFL. Yeah, I could absolutely <laughs> throw zero touchdowns and make. I mean to brag, but. Oh, good Christ! There's nothing to say about it. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, you started off this podcast pretty negative, and it's like a the right way to do it this week. I just feel like a everyone's stress is up. I think I mentioned it like either last week or the week before. Like, it's not a fun time in fantasy right now. No, I'm like I'm on the cusp of losing every single league this week, except for I think maybe Vampire, some of our shared leagues, but all of my individual leagues, I think I'm gonna lose. I like barely broke 50 points in our uh, dynasty league. I mean, it's indicative of, you know, Lamar Jackson's my quarterback in four out of seven leagues, but like, it's just, this is not the fun, fun fantasy time. This is like, you're supposed to be making your playoff push. And instead I'm hemorrhaging players and points and losing position. Going to probably be on the outside looking in for a lot of playoffs. It's just, I'm just not, not having fun with fantasy this year. Four weeks ago, I was in the playoffs in every one of my leagues. Yep. It, 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 it hit you fast. now. Now I'm on the edge of two and only making one. Yeah, yeah I mean, before we get into, I guess away for the injury part because we can talk yeah. about. I think everyone on this list, at least one of us, has one of these guys, especially in our our big dynasty league. So, I guess we'll get right into the news first. Um, Mike Boone returns off the IR. Doesn't do much. Um, first week back, but. I mean, I don't know if you you had him anyways. I stashed him j- just in case, dropped him right after the game. Um, again, he's on the Broncos, 14 touchdowns in the year. Um, when Latavius is getting half those touchdowns, it's hard to find anyone else to do that. So I wouldn't see Boone being a huge person to keep at this point, unless you really want to handcuff a Broncos player. Yeah, yeah it's I mean- gross all around. Uh, Marlon Mack actually saw the field too, which is gross this week. So everything's a nightmare. Good, good for him. I kind of thought Mike Boone would pick up where he left off too, because I mean, while I think it was his last game, maybe he did trail, but maybe it was because he was injured. But he he seemed to have had somewhat of a hold when um, either Gordon was hurt or one of the other rotational guys they had it. I can't remember exactly how it all worked out when Mike Boone was first playing, but I have him. I have in my in my zero running back strategy league. I've been searching all season long for a running back, so I haven't had one pop up. Lost uh, losing Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, like th- that's why I had, and it's not worked out. But um, so that's why I have him. Let's see, uh, CMC steals the show, but Jordan Mason goes eight for fifty-one. Maybe he'll take over the Elijah Mitchell role that we had talked about. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just saw, you know, Mason actually had a halfway decent stat line. Eight for 51 is not terrible. Um, you know, Elijah Mitchell obviously is going to be out for the rest of the season, you know, for all intents and purposes. So, um, you know, CMC, we know, is the guy to own there. But Jordan Mason appears to be maybe stashable, maybe rosterable. Who knows? Eight for 51 doesn't really uh, get you all nice and tingly. But if he ends up punching in a touchdown, that's a great stat line. Yeah, and no, I think... Biggest thing here is like we said in the last pod, like no one's gonna take over the Elijah Mitchell role. Like even when he was there, it was you know five to nine points, great. But now we know who the backup is, who the handcuff is, because it was a Davis Price. Is Tevin Coleman gonna be activated? No, it's Jordan Mason. So if you're a CMC guy, if he's out there, you you gotta stash him. Yeah, it, like it he'll certainly be on our pickups this week. It makes sense, and and he was a guy I was looking at as well. I mean, the dynasty community knows of Mason because he made the roster over Trey Sermon. He got cut, so they know. So you know they like him, you know. So 
the Tyrion Davis price thing, um, it looks like it's the same deal as last year with Mitchell over Sermon. So Mason, I think, in my mind, is an actual player to have in the playoff push. Yep. Uh, Trevor Lawrence dodges a major injury. Didn't dodge the beating for you to <laughs> 14 in a fantastic, at least fantasy-wise, matchup. You thought a lot of the Jags players would go off. Wasn't the case, like at, at all. I yeah, think, I I, I think Kirk like a... did, did decent. Yeah, but he didn't, he Zay didn't Jones, Etienne, with... Marvin Jones, Lawrence all kind of put, put up duds. Yeah, I thought we might see like a 40 to like 24, 30 game, something like that. Instead, it was really just the Lions putting the beat down on him. But uh, for a second there, it looked like Trevor Lawrence was going to be done. He limped off the field. Was under his own power, and they went to the locker room for the half, and came back out at halftime or after halftime, and was ready to rock and roll. So, uh, good if you're a Trevor Lawrence owner. I mean, he's had a, a couple hot weeks in a row. I think this week was a little bit of a dud, but um, just good to see him not shred his knee or ankle or whatever it was on that funky little sack he took. It, it looked like it could have been uh, a lot, season a lot worse. Like, I, yeah. I, th- I thought horrible. it was done. I thought yeah. I thought it was a I thought it was a uh, another Alex Smith thing. Yeah, yeah. He he, right. he felt. Very awkwardly, but again, like like I said, like he came back in, but the injury was probably still there, and yeah. just mentally, he probably every throw after that is probably, oh, am I gonna get hit there again? I'm gonna, you know, get it off fast. But overall, good good that he um, dodged that. Mike White will start Week 14 versus Bills. Saw this today. I was kind of not shocked. I mean, I I, I think he should definitely start. I'm surprised it was even a question. Yeah. Um, even though they I'm lost, sure it'll be a question every week. Last week, I mean, what they won last week or no? No, they killed it. Yeah, that's uh, Mike White was reborn again. Yeah. Uh, um, but even this past week, right below twenty fantasy points. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the important key for fantasy here is that Garrett Wilson is back to the production that we wanted to see from him. Uh, like he's yeah, he's now two a weeks in a row. Again. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I would completely agree. I think Corey Davis rejoice. even uh, eleven point game this week or twelve point game this week. So yeah, at and least you have weapons again worth starting. Zach Wilson couldn't get it done with anyone, so yeah. you've got like, these guys. Back. They lost to the Vikings, one of the best teams in the league, and they made it close towards the end. Mm. So yeah, um, Mike White, great for Jets players, uh, and it's good to see uh, Zonovan Knight is is the guy there. Yeah, um, so, at least so, in Michael Carr's absence. So we should talk like. Michael Carr's back, say, week 14. Yeah, presumably. What do you do with that backfield? I think Knight has, has solidified a role, even when Carter's there. Uh, do you start Carter when he's back? Do you start Knight with Carter back? Or do I you mean, you sit there and you're like, well, Carter's played well. Could Carter have done this? You know, in in had he not gotten hurt? Maybe. We don't know. Uh I think the important things to say is that Ty Johnson's still doing some receiving work, so he's still a nuisance. Um, James Robinson was active but barely used. Yeah, it doesn't uh, look like James Robinson's going to be used very much. It made no sense because the week before it looked like he was going to get it. Yeah, I mean, if it's me, I yeah, I'll trot, I'll trot Carter back out there if he's healthy based on uh, what he's done the rest of the season and the fact that you're probably holding him on your roster and you probably need to start him if you're still holding yeah. him. So it, um, I wouldn't start him. They're not, a, they're not a tandem. I would start both. They're not Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. Yeah, I mean, it depends one or the other. It depends the match. I mean, and it kind of sucks because even week 12, he got hurt early night and Ty Johnson went not off, but you know, 16, 14 point games. 
that's easily Carter could have done that. And we saw Carter last year with Mike White. Unreal. So, right. Um, Pats Raiders, uh, week 14, uh, night game. Flex to 425 because no one wants to see the Patriots and or the Raiders, you know, in prime time anymore. Giants commanders take that spot instead. I'm actually kind of pissed off about this one, not just because of a Pats fan, but because of the Belichick McDaniel thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I get why it. The Giants, it's... the Giants and Commanders were a freaking great game to watch this past week, and it will be great again in in, mm-hmm. in I think it says week fifteen or whatever. But like, come on, Belichick McDaniel's that's actually a good matchup. I mean, I get the Pats aren't that great, and I get the Raiders are squeaking by the last couple of weeks, but. Yeah, I know sometimes they'll call that 425 slot like whatever the Fox game of the week or whatever nonsense <laughs> yeah. they try to apply to it to try to make it seem yeah. more appealing. Oh no, you guys are still important. Um, no, but, I'm watching Red Zone. It doesn't matter yeah, at that time. Like, let, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, yeah, I'm watching Red Zone. Yeah. It 425 is not 815, 830. It's not Sunday Night Football. It's the downgrade, and this matchup is probably going to be gross. I mean, the Pats haven't stopped an elite wide receiver the last few weeks between Justin Jefferson and Devon Diggs. I don't see Devontae Adams being slowed down by the, the likes of our defense. Uh, the offense is putrid, so I yeah, I don't know. It makes sense to you get a it, like, ball of sunshine tonight, Dows. Dude, I'm miserable. Like the Pats <laughs> suck. My team suck. Everybody's hurt. Like the, if four weeks in a row right of losing players in the first quarter. I need Chris Godwin to score like 25 to win it's not gonna happen like it, i don't know just, is it just me or did, did leonard fournette get even fatter yeah he, he looks he's, even he's, bigger now yeah like he missed a week he's getting the targets and attempts but he just, he looks he's fatter. just a thick bitch it's all like right santa claus um, running out there yep. it's a black so, santa claus. do you guys just want to go through our dynasty teams for the injuries uh yeah Dallas, I mean, just read you, off my starting lineup yeah you can start with yours. Yeah, Lamar Jackson uh, ends up getting hurt, knee injury at the end of the first quarter, misses the rest of the game. He scored, what, 1.45 points, some 1.34, some terrible amount of points. Like, I'm looking at all of my teams. Like, okay, had he scored 15 or 20, you know, I'd be in still in the running, probably winning those games. So if you're like me, you're pissed. Uh, Lamar looks like he's going to miss next week as well. So I think that makes Tyler Huntley uh, – Almost a must start or a must pick up at least um, based on what he did last year in the starting role. I mean, it depends on matchup, I guess, if you really end up starting him. But um, with the lack of quarterbacks out there in most leagues, you, you probably take a flyer on him. Um, that's, that's really all you can do with the Lamar situation is you're not going to drop him. So he eats a spot on your bench. Yeah. If he plays, you still start him. Um, so he's he is week to week. Yeah. Which you never like I to would, hear. I would say this. I love when Tyler Huntley plays because he's great for fantasy. So, like, even if you have a good quarterback, I think it's a pretty good shot right now that Tyler Huntley's going to do better than him. So, if you have a guy like Tom Brady, you're you're starting him probably over Tom Brady next week. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, Honestly, which is it'd a be gross tough thing to do. To it will be it will be one of our starts of the week. Whoever gets there first, Tyler Huntley is is. I'm actually in the start now. Um, <laughs> no, no. Like, I mean, like, I love watching and having Tyler Huntley. I, I, I think he had like 16, 17 points, which isn't it's, great, but I mean, it's someone he, he had to come in. He had no preparation, and he yeah. had sixteen points. Oh no, it's just like anytime he has started a game in the past like two, three years. Yeah, I, I remember last year there's. 35 point game like damn yeah. it i was going against him in a bunch of leagues I'm like this is fucking bullshit but. one of the bigger things too is it depending on how he performs in these 
this game and maybe he gets two starts. Who knows how Lamar's injury. This is going to directly impact the negotiation that the Baltimore Ravens have with Lamar Jackson for his contract next year and whether he ends up there. Because if Tyler Huntley puts together another good stretch of games, they're not paying Lamar Jackson $200 million. Why would you? You pay pay this guy backup money and you get not the same, but... Right. You let him walk. Why pay him? I mean, he hasn't been... He has not been the Lamar Jackson of the first three weeks of the season for the last 10 weeks of the season. So um, he's he's really not making his case in the contract year, which is unfortunate. But uh, it's a very good chance if if Huntley plays well, that Lamar Jackson is not a Baltimore Raven next next season for you dynasty folks. Oh, Think about that when you go to re-sign him. Come to the Patriots. I would no. happily, happily. Zappy time, maybe. I no, I would do anything for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, if the pass could take all eighty million dollars, yeah, all these have, negative things we said about him, I still don't care. I do oh god, you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> we get rid of the John and Aguilar contracts. And, all right, I don't want to go down yeah, the hole. Yeah, yeah. We could do that for, <laughs> a, home, home, for a home, very home long time. Um, I don't think it's on anyone's team of, of ours, but Hayden Hurst got hurt. Uh, he's yeah, he's on the team. You got him in my um, ESPN league. He's already doubtful for week 14, which is too bad because um, he's been, you know, streaming tight end 10 and tight end 14 yeah. all season. Getting hurt that early. Like, like he was probably in someone's lineup. And Dabs, I think you said uh, tight end 12 in the week was like four, 5.3 points. Yeah, 5.6. So I think that think. LC would be tight end 12 on the week. Yeah. So he's, it's funny he that seven, he's a top 12. Worst game of <laughs> probably the last 10 years. He's yep. still a tight end one in that week. Oh, it, yeah, it's crazy. Tight ends are Technically. horrible this week. Um, so. Yeah, no, I had Zach Ertz all year, picked up Hayden Hurst. Thought I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sad. I'll, you know, I'll get seven to, you know, 10 points maybe out of him a week. Boom, injury. Going to miss week 14. So I'm going to go scrounge for another tight end. It'll probably be Hunter Henry, and I'll probably hate my life even more. Um, in bigger yeah, news, good. Kenneth Walker. He exited the game with a foot strain. Um, this is crazy, said, guy. Okay. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I mean, come on. <laughs> I've I've monitored this every five minutes on my phone. I've looked at everything that's going on. So technically, they said it's not a foot sprain. It's a jammed ankle. Yes. Now when it went I think down, of that, now when I think side. of that, I think of a jammed finger, like playing basketball. And yeah, I mean, it hurts for a week, but he should come back from it, right? Like, here's the problem. And Seattle's one of those places is they say too much. And and they're not going to give us a timeline. They're, oh, day-to-day, week-to-week. It's going to be one of those, which is so frustrating. Like, the Lamar Jackson week-to-week thing is so frustrating. Um, but yeah, he jammed his ankle. I'm pretty sure that is also classified as some sort of foot sprain, but like you're right. Pete Carroll is so old. You you rotate he's so old, he doesn't really know what's going on. Say, <laughs> Oh yeah, he jammed his ankle. I've never heard of that. How do you yeah. jam an ankle? Yeah, absolutely crazy. Like, what'd you say? Like you stepped on the ground too hard. <laughs> yeah, like it it could just be that he'll be fine and it was just it just bothered him at the time and the training staff was like, No, no, it's just let's be hesitant. But uh, it also could be something extremely bizarre, and he needs some sort of surgery. I'm really sitting on pins and needles right now. Yeah, it's a big question mark because I mean the Seahawks are still seven and five. Like they're they're not shutting players down to say, "Oh, Kenneth Walker, you know, uh, we'll keep you healthy for next year, and we'll make another run." Like this is their shot to make a playoff push. Like when are you going to have the Cardinals? Um, didn't DJ the Rams get hurt too? Yeah, yeah, he did get hurt, but he did come back into the end of the game. Okay. I would All think right. that it was that he had a sprained ankle, if I'm not mistaken. So it and, wasn't jammed. Uh, 
It wasn't. It, was, it wasn't it, jammed. It wasn't jammed. It was sprained. Got it. Um. So there's a good shot. What ends up happening is, is next week it's just Travis Homer and Tony Jones. Um. So pay attention to that because Homer, Homer having that backfield with just Jones backing him up, he'll be a good start next week. Mm-hmm. Oh. I almost blew that. Uh, sorry, watching the live game. Little incident on some special teams for the Saints, but it's all good. Yeah, um, good. Uh, I'll go back. Uh, I'll, Scott, yeah, yeah oh, go to my I'll guy. Wait, I'll wait thirty seconds to see it. Oh, um, Jimmy Dree broke his foot uh, very early, almost as early as Lamar Jackson did. Um, very excited because I needed to win this week in in our big league, and seeing your starting quarterback get two points and then out for the game. You're just like, what can I do to win? There's no fucking chance I can do anything to win. Nope. And the correct answer is what we've talked about now, which seems like, you know, uh, every week for a month is to institute a rule in your league that says if your starting player goes down within the first quarter or, or so of a game, some designated allotment of time that you can sub them out for uh, either a guy on the team that's his actual real life backup that you also roster or another person on your on your team if your league's cool with that which or on your bench rather so that's i think that has to be the solution from a fantasy football perspective because you can't just have these outs in your lineup from one play because it's ridiculous there's nothing you can do you can't predict it and you're what you're just not allowed to make a sub that's not how football works but like you said it's like he the guy has to be on your roster so if, if this is implemented in a league you know, oh, I would think you'd have to designate your sub before. Right. Like you're going to have to be like, all right, shit. Like I need to, I need to pick up the backup. I need to pick up Purdy just in case at the 425 game, it happens. Like, you, you can't be like, all right, he's hurt. Um, put this guy as a free agent. Right. Yeah, league. Can't no, yeah. you can't do that. But maybe for our add... league, it would be fantastic for how thin waivers are. You would then have, see people carrying more backup quarterbacks on the same field. Like I have Lamar Jackson, I'd have Tyler Huntley on my bench rather than sitting out on in free agency somewhere. Like and and you talk about like everyone's oh it's just so much luck in fantasy. So it's like you want to take out luck. This is one of the biggest things to, to take out luck in fantasy. Right. But. That that would require planning. You know, uh, some foresight, some actual things that NFL teams probably plan for. You might carry three running backs and say, okay, well. Uh, Derek Henry went down on the first carry. Dontrell Hilliard went down on the second one, but uh, Hassan Haskins is now in. You know, you get all three of those guys. It would actually make like rostering a, a real running back. Oh yeah, could wild. you yeah. imagine? Ah, well, <laughs> I do that, smart. You gotta get, get, gotta get your handcuffs. Um, but off the Jimmy G thing, <laughs> Baker Mayfield got waived. Uh, he asked Carolina to cut him. They granted that cut. And of course, rumors are swirling around Baker to the Niners, which I think if you want to win, you they really want him as bad as Baker has been. He's probably better than Purdy. Is that his name? Purdy? Yeah. Purdy. Purdy? Yeah. Yeah. I think you, I think you go with the more, more veteran style guy. I, I think he would fit in well with that offense, you know, because he doesn't, game, have to, he doesn't have to do much. No, right. The, that offense, you dip it down to IU can. Diva, but it would there, be almost what he did with the Browns. Like, just let the defense win it. Don't go blow the game. Yeah. Is there any other teams that you think would steal him off of waivers over San Fran? Um, I don't know the entire waiver order. So I'm I not know sure this, who has people priority say like over him, but Houston. But there's no point for Houston to do it. They're no tanking. They want the first pick. 
Yeah, um, I don't really know. I mean, we talked about like Hunt- Huntley is the perfect backup for Baltimore, so it's not like they're going to bring in Mayfield for that. Now, how about Denver? It can't oh, be worse mean, than Russell Wilson. That would just be stirring right. the pot. You're it cannot right. be worse than it Russell can't Wilson. Get worse. But they it paid can't. him so much that, I mean, so if 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 they claim him, be for the rest did, of the year, did, <laughs> they just pick up what one point three five million bucks, which is one million. Who who cares? But does does Denver have that cap after paying Russell Wilson? It's, it's more. Does Denver have the balls? Does Hackett have the ball? Hackett still has a job. It's Monday night. Don't know how. He still has a job, but he does. So he has to do something bold in order to keep it, in my opinion. He's well, gone. And at this point, like your best option may be to run Russell Wilson out of town and to say, yeah, we, we picked up Baker. He's playing. You're sitting on the bench. Next year, yeah. we're going to sign well, him, whatever well, it is. Financially, that's not possible. Well, no, for, but... for Russ to just go, all right, fuck you. I guess I'll retire. Uh, <laughs> release you from your obligations to pay me. Something, you know, yeah, that'll never happen. I think what needs to happen is him to shut down for the year is is just call it the year and um, and get your head on straight because nothing is helping from now to the end of the season. Nothing is going to help him, even if I don't think I don't think he's going to light the world on fire. So it's just really no. But like continuously sucking for another six more weeks at the end of the year. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I can't think of really any other teams either that would that would be a good fit for him because you could say the Rams, but the Rams aren't winning anything anyways. And yeah, they're good with Stafford for at least. Um, the one thing I did see is Stafford has a spinal cord contusion, um, so he's probably not going to return this year. Oh yeah, someone, someone, uh, some analyst said though that that's just another name for slip disc. It's yeah, I mean, it's just another reason. It's a it's a made up reason that nobody has to prove that Matt Stafford won't be on the field again this year. Like, yeah. they can't win. They're shutting it down. He's not playing. Who has the Rams pick too? Because they, uh, they've, they've. Is it Detroit? Like, no wins. Oh, I think yeah, it's it might Detroit. still be Detroit. It might be Detroit. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Traylon Burks. He got, yeah, he got blown up. Like the guy. I hope he's all right. I don't. Anyone heard anything on him? Uh, he said he's not. doing better according to variable, um, but definitely very questionable concussion protocol for this week. So after that hit, I wouldn't expect to see him. Um, what a rough mean, rookie season for this kid. Like he's, he came into the year, like talked down upon because of his work ethic and then his lungs. He couldn't uh, breathe right. Cause of asthma, he started off slow, got hurt for uh, something went on the IR for came back, finally did well for two games and and almost died yeah i mean he got absolutely like knocked out so good for him hold on to the ball (laughs) oh yeah i mean to i mean he probably didn't know he did his body went into like instant and just yeah (laughs) exactly what he did but i mean if he's out which with the new concussion protocols he probably is for next week Tannehill's been a decent streamer since Burke's been back, Burke's not there. It's, it's tough for to start Tannehill and oh, it should leagues. be mentioned that Tannehill was benched again late for Willis. So was he really? Yes, I he thought was. just because they were getting absolutely dusted. I think it was because they were getting dusted, but now that's two times. Yeah. So so it's it's really I mean, we've kind seen of Willis play. We thought, yeah, yeah, they're a Willis playoff team. There's no way they bench Tannehill. Okay. It would be huge There's for no me way. if Willis plays because Lamar Jackson's out, and I do have Malik Willis. And then he'll get hurt the first quarter, so it doesn't matter. Dallas. Do you think? 
<laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yes, I guess that's fair. Somebody uh, on my team every week. Also, sleeper announcement. Let me change my team name. Like, what am I limited per season to three team name switches? Come on. So, but hear me out. What if what if they do start Willis now to try and get him ready for playoffs because it has not been working and the Colts just got blown out and they're they're second in their division with only four wins. That's so fair. there's room to lose if they if they want to try out Willis. It's one of the best weeks to do it. I mean, the Colts of all teams are, are a team to try something new against. But, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But then again, um, Tannehill could easily say, why the fuck are you not starting me against the Colts? I can shred this team, too. Can he, though? I mean, <laughs> Stephon Gilmore has been pretty good. They have no trail in Burks. Yeah, Gilmore you looks sh- great. Again. You shut down Robert Woods. That's not hard. <laughs> no, it's um, been very easy. This very year. easy. Fucking piss me off. It makes me so mad. <laughs> but, um... All right, I want to get into uh, week 13 top dogs. Is it 13? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll take the first spot, I guess. Jalen Hurts at quarterback gets the nod in the uh, – this, this is his first time on the very top of the list, at least since we've been doing this segment. Uh, 34.4 points, 29 to 39 passing for 380 yards plus three touchdowns. He also ran the ball five times for 12 yards and added a touchdown. Uh, I threw in here, you think – Possibly got a, a bit on the MVP or maybe they're even the favorite right now. Um, I would say Mahomes is a probably favorite. Allen probably close. Hurts should be top three. Those, those top three are there for solidified. I, I I honestly think Hurts could even take one of the two or take it all. You know, yeah. it, it, the way he's the way he's been playing, um, passing wise. You know, I think when is, you do like the remove the... him from the team argument, like Jalen Hurts makes that team click. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Not yeah. not that Allen and Mahomes don't. I mean, they're obviously massive for their own squads, but I don't think I think what we've seen in the recent history with the Eagles is that even with similar talent around them, like Jalen Hurts just gets more out of those guys than than anybody else has. And also AJ Brown's a freak, which definitely doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt at all. No. Um <laughs> yeah. Hurts has been <laughs> absolutely explosive. I played him against him in three leagues this week. So uh it's funny to look back at the conversations we we're having like oh is aj brown gonna fit in this offense can jalen hurts hit him yeah it turns oh, out no, no. he can hit him it turns out aj brown for Traylon burks was the worst decision in the offseason yes for any uh, team and that's why brown's playing like this like they actually thought they could like trade me to replace me with Burks. Like, yeah have you guys seen me <laughs> like look at me <laughs> and look what i do <laughs> Yeah, fucking kidding me. That would be an all-time like quote in a uh, press conference. Have you seen me out there? You can replace me. He just flexes like, oh. <laughs> All right. Well, um. Yeah. I'll take the RBs. Yeah. Sure. Sure. CMC, twenty-four point six points, seventeen attempts, sixty-six yards, ten targets, eight receptions, eighty yards, and one touchdown. Um. What we've seen, you know, when he first got to the Niners, ever since Mitchell came back, was kind of, you know, almost a split. But fantastic to see CMC kind of just have no limitations, I guess, um, in recent weeks. So good to see him up there with a 25-point week. Honorable mention, Tony Pollard, 23.6 points, 12 attempts, 91 yards, two touchdowns, two receptions, 15 yards. I think Zeke also had like 16 points. I think everyone in that team had a pretty good fancy day, but 
Pollard is a very, very good player of the football as a backup. If you can count him as a backup anymore. But yeah, he's like he's the he quote start. unquote backup, but he it's a 50 50. Yeah, he outscores Zeke on a pretty routinely based on a routine basis. Well, but... He started over Zeke last night because Zeke yeah. got um he did something bad, so they didn't start him. They said, Yeah, I don't you love that that the owner's the one that comes out and says, Yeah, he was disciplined, that's why he didn't start. Like, dude, shut up, you're not even in the locker room, or you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be. <laughs> It's also like, all right, so he didn't start. So you mean he didn't get the first snap? Like, okay, he still outcarried Tony Pollard on the night. Do you think Zeke cares that he wasn't the first running back to get the ball? They I just assure both, you they're both not. doing great right now. Oh, fuck you, yeah. Tom Brady. Get the fuck out of here. Go retire. Just oh, killing my dreams, dude. That was just a bad pass. It just hurts, hurts my feelings to finally get Tom Brady on a team. He sucks ass. Tyler Huntley, I'm coming for you. It was, <laughs> it was right to the defender. Um, let's see, Devontae Adams for wide receivers this week. Notable, notable. <laughs> 177 yards and two touchdowns. Probably the player of the week. Uh most fantasy points in the league, probably. He should have had um, three touchdowns, really. He was incredible. Once again, he's definitely the best wide receiver in the league. Him and Jefferson go back week week after week, making it making it known. I mean, Jamar Chase is also up there, but like Good Christ. It's 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 hard to not say Devontae Adams isn't. Uh Amon Ross A. Brown played him in like three leagues. That was fun. Uh 12 targets, 11 receptions, 114 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, a little little rush it's... there for two yards. And you're down on the one. Was he down on yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Again. Right. Yep. All year. I think eleven times this season he was down on the one. So he, if he gets a touchdown, he surpasses Devontae Adams. He's real good. And guess what didn't matter? Jameson Williams. Did not matter. Hey, first week back, we knew he wasn't going to be a factor. No, I know, but it just did not matter for Amonra. Yeah, he's so. just that good. Uh, Ted ends. Pretty gross week so far. I mean, the game's still playing right now. Uh, I think at this point, maybe Taysom Hill has beat Noah Fant, but Noah Fant, 12.2 points on the week. <laughs> Five targets, four receptions, two yards and a touchdown. Uh, yeah, because Taysom had a 30-yard catch for a touchdown, so that's so he's nine close. and a half right there. Yep, in the first half, so he'll probably pass it. Fucking Taysom Hill. Um, so a top 12 tight end this week would have scored four, 5.6 points, which was t- Travis Kelsey. <laughs> so gross. His yeah, worst tight ends ever. didn't help anyone because no one no. was also starting Noah fan. So let's just be real. It's true. I'm in yep. a dynasty league. I, I could have maybe started Noah Fant. No, I didn't. Second place on the week was Greg Dolchich. So that's I think Everett was up there, like yep. th- three or four. Yep. I nailed that start. Ten fucking Dude. points. Let's go. Dude, Game league winner. That didn't mean anything when the league started. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get into some losers. Um, bottom feeding pieces of shit. Quarterback. Deshaun Watson, first week back. Fuck you. 6.34 points. 12 of 22 passing, 131 yards. One interception. And then he added seven rushes for 21 yards on the ground. Uh, he looked like a guy who hasn't played football in two years. I, and I think that's just the easiest way to put it. Um, I don't want to get into it too deeply. I think we kind of all saw this coming. I started him in a league at a necessity and was hoping for at least, you know, 10 or 12 didn't work out. Um, and then the weekly honor, honorable mention for Russ Wilson, Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> he only scored 9.66 points. So he's able to score three more points than a guy who hasn't played football for two and a half years. So he went 17 to 22. Yeah. Expecting that. This is oh, a, it's, 
this is a pretty good week for Russ. You know, (laughs) no touchdowns, but no picks. No picks. 189 yards. This is embarrassing. He managed to get the ball to Jerry Judy a little bit, but Cortland Sutton and everybody else got nothing. So Zero. zero points. Like he is so far beyond useless that he's actively detrimental. So he's I mean, active, just you. just looking at this, pick up Baker, make it a little fun for fuck's sake. Like, oh, it's so annoying. Maybe did light they, a spark. Did they have even, to you know, trade something. Drew Lock in the Seattle deal? Jesus oh, it, Drew Lock would be a, would be a lot of fun oh, to see would around have been Denver. Better. And no, I guarantee they didn't have to trade Drew Lock. No, not at all. No. To be fair, I do think Drew Lock pushed Geno into becoming what he's been this year, but. That's a conversation for a different time and day. No, let's have it right now. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> Off-season-wise, I think yeah. you're right. because it was Pressure like... reads diamonds. <laughs> Running back, my sit of the week, Jeff Wilson. Didn't you think it'd be this bad. Sit of the week? Oh. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, 0.3 points, one attempt, three yards, two targets, no receptions. Uh, even Raheem Moser had, I think, three total points. It was a very tough matchup against San Fran. Didn't think it would be this bad. But, I think this uh, kind of makes it like if you're playing San Fran, do not play the running back. I mean, the opposing team. you saw Kamara, you sat last week against him. Like, we'll get into the the Miami backfield at some point in the hold and fold. But honorable mention, Gus Edwards, 1.2 points, six carries for 12 yards. No J.K. Dobbins still. Really thought Gus Edwards would at least give you a 10-point floor or an 8-point floor. Good fucking God. That sucked. Yeah. They just got nothing going. I mean, Kenny and Drake also useless. I mean, everybody, everybody and their brother was bad that game. So, yep. Uh, let's see. Let's see. George Pickens, uh, one reception, two yards. Yeah, that's rough. You kind of hope for a little bit more. Uh, the one week I picked him in DFS. In what should have yeah. been a decent matchup, too, it against Atlanta. Been, right. Right. Um, and he had done doing well before that, so you'd expected something to blow up. So that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I'll go tight end too because uh, I have him. Uh, I guess I should have started Noah Fant over George Kittle. <laughs> um, oh, you do own Fant, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes sense. Tight ends suck. I hate the position. Get rid of it. Um, two straight weeks on this list. So he had two receptions for twenty-two yards, three point two fantasy points this week. Um, so. Once again, you're disappointed. Yep. Yeah. Tight ends suck. I think you're right. You're onto something, Craig. Eliminate the position entirely. Starts with season pill. Um, <laughs> hold them. Hold them or fold them. Uh, let's see. The first one on the list is Cream Hunt. Um, I'm just going to start off and say I'm holding him. I think he had eight fantasy points this past week, and I was holding him last week as well. And just to note, He's my best running back on my team. That's how how how, how bad it's been. So. Yeah, I think he had eight point four to Nick Chubb's like eight even. So yeah, the argument's there. Um, I folded him last week. I don't think I'd be rushing to pick him up. Uh, I just want to. I pretty much this is for you, Craig. I just want to get your take on it. So you're still holding him. I have to. I, I literally yeah. like all of my running backs are on this list. I have. Uh, I had Mostert. Uh, Gus Edwards, James Robinson, and I mean, I'm just blowing out the whole freaking list here. Sorry, but <laughs> Kareem Hunt is my best running back. I can't, I can't the get list. That is yeah. tough. So that, that was a zero RB team. Yes. Yeah, that's the uh, the downside of the zero RB, RB strat. I we, thought at one point I'd find RBs. Well, yeah. the thing is, is in the in the preseason, 
I mean, I was targeting Tony Pollard and Ramondre Stevenson or A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon, unfortunately, didn't work out, but the other two did well. Hunt and Melvin Gordon just happened to be two good running backs in the beginning of the year that were also incorporated into their offenses. Turns out this year, that's not the case. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Where Uh, do you fall on Hunt, Scotty? uh, I mean, I fold him last week, but I think at this point, if you have him on your team, you hold him. You're not. You're never going to play him, in my mind. But if Chubb goes down, boom, he's a league winner. But I would never play him when Chubb's healthy. Right. But if you want to hold him like you're holding Jordan Mason, it's a case of an injury. Sure. Fair enough. Zay Jones. Uh, f- fold. Fold. You have to fold Zay Jones. You'll never start him the right week, ever. I don't care yeah. what he's did two weeks ago. You'll never start him. Because I... he went off in week 12, and I did this in a league. Hit my time, like, oh, I know it's going to happen, but I'm going to do it. 2.6 points. Every week, He he's just that kind of guy. He, he's a boomer bust guy you don't even want to deal with. And you're not going to get pissed if, if he goes up to 24 on the waivers, because it doesn't matter. I yeah. can tell you right now, and I'm and I'm sorry, Daz, if this is oh, the point you're gonna make, is I constantly, especially with Zay Jones right now, like this, what we're talking about, those expected or realized fantasy points that you talk about is so clear as day with a player like this. You don't and like you said, Scott, you're not gonna start him on the right week. It's not gonna happen. Well, especially now, where it's like, oh, he went for two point six. Now I'll put him on my bench to see what he does. Boom. Week fourteen, Blow week fifteen, up. with a hurt, Lawrence. Are you really gonna, really gonna start him when your first week of playoffs? And like you just hope that it's <laughs> one of those twenty point games? No. Yeah, so I'm I'm stuck with him in my lineup in one league due to injuries and bye weeks and yada yada. So I've played him each of the last like four weeks, and he missed the first one, hit two, and his targets were creeping up. He had like ten targets and then fourteen targets, and uh, then this week came and he sucked. So. Now, I think next week I have to make the decision. Am I playing Corey Davis or Zay Jones or some other slew of just absolute bump? Tyler Boyd, all these guys in that category. Michael Gallup. But um, that's that's the issue. If, if we're talking about that tier of wide receiver and you're in a deeper league, I, I find it hard to fold them. Um, but, yeah, he's probably not a guy you start. You're probably not a guy you hit on very often unless he's someone that just finds his way into your lineup out of necessity. Um, I guess – the the bigger hesitation I have is just his disappearing role and his inconsistency of, of targets to, to stay there week after week. So um, I'm just talking in circles at this point, but I think I can, I understand why you guys are folding him and I don't want to like fight you on that point. It's really just, if you're in a hyper deep dynasty league that I can see the reason that people would argue to keep him. But if we're talking a standard redraft with a fairly short bench, I don't think Zay Jones is, is rosterable. Yeah. I think in the whole folds, it's, just call it redraft six person bench. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty just normal. Pretty half. standard. Like in, I had well, so even Dynasty in that league, I, I had him alongside different. Traylon Burks, Curtis Samuel, Zay Jones, Tyler Boyd, all on my bench. And I'm like choosing between one of these idiots every week. And last week I chose Traylon Burks. And you know, at least he got nine. He did better than Zay Jones would have. Um, so now next week I'm like, all right, am I gonna play Curtis Samuel, who I also don't trust, but he did score 12 this week. Just yeah, gross. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, Chase Claypool. Bold. 
He had five yeah, catches. I, I don't think he was a hold or a, a Roswell guy to start with. Um, I think he put this here because he was a big pickup last week because Mooney's on the IR. He's on a bye week in week 14. You can't afford to hold him after okay. a three-point, three-point game as as the starter. Yeah, you saw exactly from there. A big pickup. I don't think he deserves a roster spot anymore. Um, and I didn't even realize the bye week. So, yeah, I think off a of bye, he's, he's got to fold him. He's the I easiest just, guy to drop off your roster. And you know what? If you want to pick him back up, go for it. I yeah, just don't trust anyone enough. in Chicago right now outside right. of Monte and we well, fields. We, obviously. we didn't trust yeah. Mooney at the time. So yeah, right. Not trusting Claypool now. Adam Thielen. I don't know, man. This guy just he he goes through these spurts of two point games and then like three games he'll have ten to fourteen points. It, like, this it, is so, what he does. So it, he's three touchdowns in the year, which is very weird for Adam Thielen. Every time he scores a touchdown, he gets double-digit points. When he doesn't, it's not that good. Let's see. Detroit still, Indy Giants. Still wide receiver 30, which is... I'm, I'm like, so I, I'm in the spot where I, I have to start him. You know, like, this isn't this isn't like a, a, a guy that I'm considering folding or even really considering not playing. Yeah, uh, he... Sorry, I forgot you. He's a hold for me. A, um, a guy that's on a... a, a Decently good offense, um, playing at least eighty-seven percent of snaps, yeah, he's getting had, targets. You, he's had a lot of duds this year, but he's also had a lot. Like he's he's had at least one, two, three, four, five teen week games. I think that's they counted that right. Yeah, he's got nine, one, two, eight. three, four, five. Yeah, four double-digit weeks. Four double-digit weeks, a nine, a seven, an eight. It's it's. I'm just, uh, he's a flex, you know, he's a flex. Yep. Yeah, he, he's a flex. He's still wide receiver 30 on the year. He's got Detroit and Indy the next couple of weeks. So matchup alone, I think you're, it's tough to fold them. Like, who are you going to drop him? And then, or who are you going to pick up in his place? And not, Zay, probably not anybody better. Is it Jones? And you're going to be pissed <laughs> off. Yeah. I exactly. mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's someone like you can get cute, flip a coin and nail it, but I wouldn't. Yeah, right if you now. think for some reason you're going to hit the Jameer Bird week, by all right. means, he's out there. Go take a, take your flyer. I hope I'm playing you. But uh, he's just I, – I put him on here because he's inconsistent. You know, he'll have those big weeks, and then you don't see him again for a big stretch. But I think the matchups alone is too – especially this week against Detroit. Um, I know the Jags struggled against them, but most teams have not struggled, and Thielen should should be able to eat this week, I would I would at least guess. He did score fifteen point one the last time they played Detroit on uh, eight targets and six catches. So there's there's that to speak of. All right, um, Amari Cooper. I don't think it's a fold or a whole fold comma, but uh, panic button with Deshaun back. Yeah, I threw him on here. I was like, you know, he had uh, six points. He still had nine targets, but only got four catches out of it. Forty yards. I think Deshaun... the production keeps me from not panicking. Um, but you're but you're right. I mean, the Deshaun thing is kind of more eye opening than you had figured. But he is he is taking his licks. If I'm not mistaken, Cleveland Browns had to have thought to themselves this year is a wash because what do they have four wins, maybe. Uh, something like that. We looked this up last week. I can't remember. I'll find out now. So it's not it's he may just be there right now. Five and to, seven. Yeah. I don't think that they're really thinking they're making a push. I think they're just just getting him 
getting his feet wet again, and then next year is really when the show's supposed to start. Yeah, I mean the even at five wins, they're only three games back on the Ravens and Bengals. The problem is the Ravens and Bengals don't have particularly difficult schedules down the stretch. So uh, I think you're right. I think that this this entire remainder of the season is kind of go get some live reps, uh, get warmed up, get loose, and then we'll we'll tackle it the following season. That's why they paid them all this money. But in the time being, or in, in the interim, uh, I'm worried. I guess for my for my Cleveland Brown shares, Amari Cooper. One, I mean, it's one week. It's it's too small of a sample size to truly panic. But he looked bad. It's not just the stats weren't there. It's not just somebody was uninvolved in the offense. It's that he looked bad. And I mean, Amari Cooper, Donovan People Jones, uh, Njoku didn't play, but even Harrison Bryant, both running backs. Like this offense took a step backwards from what we saw with Brissett, which isn't great considering this guy's your quarterback for the rest of the season. I don't think they pull him for any reason. So yeah. Uh I'm 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 not hitting the panic button yet, but like my hands hovering over it, and and I'm ready to smash it. Yeah, I mean they get Cincy next week too, so it's not an easy road, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, Cordero Patterson is an excellent list. Uh, for me, I'm holding him. Um, but it's panicky. I mean, he came back week nine, great week, seventeen points, and then two points, ten points, eight points, six points, which for the RB landscape this year isn't terrible for like a back end RB two flux guy, but um I mean he he's their best chance to win games. And I just think it's gonna be used more week fourteen by, you know, get him right, get him fully healthy, and then he's fine. Yeah, so that was my question, right? He's got the week fourteen by. He hasn't had nearly the amount of involvement in the offense since the first three weeks of the season where he did score uh, you know, what we saw last year out of him. You know, those 20-point games, even 15-plus-point games. He hasn't had any, anything like that, and he's really, more often than not, been under a 50% snap share. So with the bye week coming up, is he a guy that you go, well, let me just create a roster spot because he can't help me get into my playoffs this week, and I don't have a lot of confidence starting him in the playoffs as we go down the stretch. So for me, I don't know that he's a fold, but if there's if you get a decent bench and you get some some decent talent on there and you want to drop somebody – Cordell Patterson's like not even really flexible for me at this point. I just don't have the faith in him to, to put a performance in that I'm going to be satisfied with. So I would fold them if I could get my hands on. Oh, it's a great question. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll have some comparison for you in the, uh, in the waiver write-ups this week. I'll, I'll maybe I'll put an asterisk on the guys that I would drop Cordell Patterson for. I, I'm not. I'm not folding him. I think he's too too uh, valuable of a running back, even if he has to be on your bench this week, because uh, they are few and far between. Like you know, I had mentioned, I was looking for one all year. I have Mike Boone, James Robinson. Like it's 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 tough sledding out there. <laughs> and and they're second in their division. If the Bucks lose tonight, they're right there with the Bucks. So they're making push for playoffs. Their best chance to make playoffs is with Cordell Patterson. Well, how about uh? them as a candidate for Baker Mayfield, like we talked about earlier. I'd, I'd sling him out there instead of Mariota. Oh, I think they fully believe in him. He's he's had some pretty good games this year. Well, um, you you got to change your entire offense if you do that. And the offense is yeah. actually working in, in a way. Yeah, they want it. They, they run Mariota on, on purpose. Like, Hey, Baker Mayfield's times. mobile. 
I mean, when you ask him to do too much, though, yeah, that's, that's, when, that's when Baker Mayfield starts to. We need you yeah. to run this ball. It's a QB draw. He finds a way to throw a pick on that play. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, oh, Audible. wait a minute. Mike Vick, Mike Vick. He's open. Drake London's open. Yeah, you were He's 30 yards enough, right? past the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yes, Baker, he is tall enough, but he is not seven foot two. That went to the safety. <laughs> All right, uh, next is the Miami backfield, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson. I'm not folding either of these guys. I just toss them on here. Yeah, I don't know what to think here. It's panicky with with Wilson taking a step back and Mostert getting more work last week. Not that Mostert did shit with it, but you would think it was Wilson's team as a 1A. Mostert can start as a flex guy, 1B. I still don't think you you can do that. I don't know who it's going to be each given week, but both are startable guys on a high-powered offense. Yeah, I I, I I think you hold them, but McDaniels is or uh, McDaniel is, is an asshole about it. <laughs> they also play uh, the Chargers this week, so it's tough to drop anybody with that juicy matchup on the horizon. Mm-hmm. They both could go off. Yeah, I mean, they played San Fran. It was bad matchup anyways. Uh, Gus Edwards dropped yeah, I drop them. Any Baltimore um, Ravens running back, I will not own. I don't care if J.K. Dobbins I, going not, back. It doesn't matter. Don't. I'd, do I'd not probably do hold J.K. Dobbins. Do not do it I would start him. But if you play I mean, the Steelers next week, the Steelers suck. Who? who I, I'm not I don't getting wanna, into I don't it. I'm not getting into this. it. I don't want to hear any of this because I have him queued up to drop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like I don't. Oh, no. I think you'd complete it. But the problem is, is he's right. Like Pittsburgh is, he's my second best running back on my team. This is this is where I'm at. Pittsburgh is bad, and Lamar Jackson is probably not playing. It just got hurt. Right. So, Denver isn't even that good either. Oh no, no, they've been good against the run. This against season. the yeah, run, but, they're top but, five. But six for six attempts for twelve on a game that was ten to nine. No. Yeah. Well, you but theoretically 24, in this game, twenty four percent snap share. Yeah, I don't really know 24. what happened in that yeah. game. Gus they Edwards, did not show much of it on red zone because nothing happened in it. I mean, so I don't it's the know. same thing with Steven Drake. Drake goes off for twenty, and then the next week he gets two. But when you can't get it's going, which Denver stops, then it's tough to get the run going, and vice versa, and yada yada yada. Pittsburgh sucks against both. So there's there's a world in which Gus Edwards has a better game this week. I would still drop Gus Edwards. My only argument is I would I would stash J.K. Dobbins if he comes back. You know what? But do I'm I play him? So what, what's the argument? Even if it, I wouldn't start him, I'm pulling it back. I'm pulling you're not, it back. I'm not you're not doing playing it. any Ravens guy next week, and then they I, play Cleveland. I don't want to play him against Cleveland. Fingers, I have my fingers crossed. I think I'm going to play him next week. I think I'm going to do it because because if because if I truly believe in Tyler Huntley, like I've been talking about, then I'm going to believe in the running back one. Unless J.K. Dobbins plays, then that's I would play. I would play any running back against Cleveland too next week. I mean, Cleveland sucks. They they just gave up a bunch of running yards to Damian Pierce on Houston, who's a, a complete and utter embarrassment of a football team. Well, Pierce also destroyed the Eagles. I got to do, I gotta do some more suck. research. I got to look at some But the Eagles started sucking. That week Drake's, well once they lost the, Davis. Drake's the RB1 there in Baltimore. It's not saying much, but he's... he's no, the, he's not. He hasn't sucked, too, the he last He was game. last week. Yeah, but two weeks I'm ago, saying, he wasn't. When don't do it to... Do not do it to yourself, guys. Do not... Do not... Hold any Ravens running backs. Would okay about doing okay. it. Why the okay. fuck would you do this? Listen for all the reasons. I would just you listened. play Mike Boone over <laughs> Gus Edwards? Would you oh. play? All right, no, 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 Craig. Let's Craig, play the Craig, game. Craig. Let's this, play the game. This is a podcast. You're yelling at me we, not to play. We him. we are not talking about 
guys that are, should be on the waivers. We're talking about guys in on legit rosters. This is my team. I know. I'm going for the playoffs. I'm, I'm I was just in being first like, place four weeks ago. I am literally at the point where I have no running back to play. Okay, Gus you're Edwards starting. My you're shot. starting Gus Edwards, Mike Boone. Whoop de fucking do. <laughs> like, These are, this is what I'm talking about. Is that this is this is what I have, and you're telling me not to play the guy. You're telling me to drop my second best running back. Yeah, these are situations I, I that mean, people are actually facing. I mean, I've got Mike Boone starting in two different. Yes, all right. In talks. a perfect world, I do not want to start Gus Edwards. I don't so, want him on my team. So anyone we already mentioned, you're you're keeping over over Mike Boone. Yes, but that's a a league where it's like you're you're I'm gonna second to the list here so you well, know i have I mean, jerick i have jerick mckinnon and james cook though that did just start doing well so i might i might oh, play you, them. yeah you start them over over boone um any day of the week, but, but prior to this week they weren't doing that great so it's not like i was going to play cooker mckinnon over them um uh, so i don't I mean, know the other I mean, ones I, were boone I, and, and james robinson so it's in just, a very very desperate league where you're probably going to be finish last does it matter um hey i'm i was in first i'm literally still in the playoffs you in first you're you're starting mike boone i wasn't starting mike boone at the time i was i, I was starting I cream hunt and and well gus edwards did do well when he first started to come back uh he had like 12 p- fantasy points but my wide receivers are fantastic i had a good tight end two good quarterbacks it's a two quarterback league i mean okay. yeah that's the that's the thing about gus edwards right we're talking about like, oh, screw this guy. He's got, in the games he's played this year, 18.6, 6.5 against Cleveland and Tampa Bay. Then didn't play, bye week, didn't play. 9.2 against Jacksonville and one bad game against Denver, who's a top five defense against the run. So, I mean, to absolutely shit on the guy in a game where he's now going to have Tyler Huntley under quarterback without Lamar Jackson stealing half of his run, rushing attempts with potentially still no J.K. Dobbins and or Kenyon Drake there to even factor in. I think it's a little... Uh, reactive to say that he can't play well against Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh again. Uh, as yeah. you as you make I, your run towards the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're taking spending too much time on Gus Edwards. Um, but again, like you're not starting him this week. If you're gonna keep him as you a, keep saying that, but I'm 100 percent starting him this week. Sure, good. I'm I'm, <laughs> Go I'm I'll, I'll make him my like, start of the week. <laughs> you guys are are, are very no. You know what it is? I don't qu- I don't quite understand this, but I think you have a thing for Kenyon Drake. Am I not wrong? No, <laughs> not not at all. Like I don't understand. I'm just why saying Poo-Poo Kenyon Drake running back here played right? more snaps than Gus Edwards last week, and don't say oh because of the, the the game. Like it just shows that every week's a different week for Ravens running backs. I'm not going to play the guessing game. Even. I'm just telling people not to I do feel, it. I feel, I feel, yeah. I, I don't. I, wanna, I, I don't like to have to do it, but if no, I'm picking one, I'm... yeah, okay. You guys can take the next one. I'm, I'm dropping James Robinson. It's Donovan. <laughs> Donovan Knight's great. You yeah. know, we're not. We're not. What are we talking about? Tyson, Ty, Ty Johnson, uh, who resurrected from the dead from three years ago, is better than James Robinson right now. Yeah, oh, I, yeah I can't. It's an easy fold. A guy who's not even on the field when. Other starting running backs are out. You can, yeah, easy fold. All right. Moving on. Stop playing with my emotions. I feel like we all just did the stuff. Yeah, Scott, you want to take yours because yours is <laughs> I mean, probably yours, the most realistic yeah. of Yeah, so pretty much Corey is, uh, is, is I think you should leave. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here. Wait, like anymore. you, you, you want to die because you're in the costume? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, let's, let's just scrap it. 
Scrap. <laughs> What's the show about then? God damn it. So much fucking shit on me. <laughs> What's the point in that? Oh, because she's alone? All right. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have listener. no idea. You need to watch. Hey, season three is 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 in the works right now. I'm so I'm, excited. I'm very, very excited. Um, and then Craig's my team's falling apart. We already heard that. Arby Shuffles. I'm going back to I mean we, we talked about it with Gus Edwards, Kenyon Drake. Pick one. You think it should be Gus Edwards. It's not this week. Next week, maybe it is. Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. Mostert one week, Wilson two weeks ago. My biggest one is Kyron Williams and fucking K Makers. Yeah. All it was turning right to Kyron the entire time. And then this week it was just a complete flip. I don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. There's there's no way you can get it because it doesn't make any sense. And like in in still Cam Akers didn't even look that great. He had two touchdowns, 17, 16 points, but it just I don't know. It was just pissed because that was my dart throw of the year, start of the week with flex spot, trending in the right direction, and then the Rams just being the Rams. So could have been a league winner. Yeah, and and we say it all the time. I mean, all the league winner article for fuck's sake. And like and all the points do count, but if you look at it that way, right? He had two touchdowns. Okay, so he doesn't score two touchdowns. And yeah, you can't just go ahead and taking away touchdowns willy-nilly, but that's 12 out of 16 points. Like, so he didn't do well on the ground. He didn't do well in the air. He didn't catch a lot of like when you look at it from that perspective and you consider touchdowns almost like fluky in in, in the general grand scheme of things for most mm-hmm. players, then no, he didn't do well. He no, he's not gonna reproduce that um, that ma- amount of uh you know point scoring on a weekly basis. So yeah, I, I think a lot of people that kind of toot the Cam Akers horn don't like to look at that. Like, he still Thank wasn't you. an efficient runner. He still wasn't a huge cog in the offense. He just happened to punch the ball in twice. And on the Rams, two touchdowns might be, you know, three work three weeks worth of production. I would like to yeah. piggyback off of this on the game we're watching right now. Rashad and White? Rashad White and Leonard Fournette. <laughs> because White was looking like, hey, we have someone that's working really well right now. Nah, let's put in the fat boy. Yep. It's oh fantasy. Why man. do this to us? Like it's gotten to the point of fantasy football, and this is again probably just me being a little dramatic, but me having a real bad fantasy year across the board. It's just gotten to the point where like you have this like despair where you can't pick the players right, you don't know who's gonna start. We get week by week, like there's a different person at wide receiver or running back on the team that has your player, your handcuff or somebody you don't expect to go off or you get an injury. And then it's not even the presumed backup. It's the third string guy like Ty Johnson that ends up getting all the points. It's just I don't know. It's exhausting. This year has been really, really, uh, uh, I don't know, wearing on me personally through fantasy football. So we we forewarned we knew we we all talked about it the changeover between coaches and different players uh on on new teams this was going to be a very tough year to figure out yeah yeah i remember you saying that too and it's actually funny that you bring it up now because i kind of forgot about all the changeover we had and i was coming into the season going like there are changed pieces on almost every single professional football roster we had the numbers and it was i want to say oh god it's in the 60 percent range of new offensive and head coaches 60 percent of the nfl and then when you look at all the wide receivers turn you know everyone remembers all the trades you know hill adams aj brown like 
changes offenses, changes then, everything. And you look at some of the teams that like stayed intact, and you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes uh, for all the <laughs> listeners. Like the Rams. Okay, cool. You stayed intact. Did you though? Because your team sucks. Suck. Like okay, the uh, Cardinals. They stayed intact and they added, you know, uh, Marquise Brown. But Marquise Brown missed half the season. DeAndre Hopkins missed six games. Kyler Murray's been out. Uh, like every team at some level, even the consistent ones, uh, have, have missed huge pieces for large portions of the season. Like Jamar Chase missed four weeks in Cincy, and that changed the entire dynamic of Mixon missed time in there as well. It's, the injuries are just so widespread now, and I think with all the different mechanisms that the NFL has introduced to have these short-term outs have, while given us some clarity into the amount of time that these guys are going to be out, have simultaneously just allowed more players total to be out and then us relying on, you know, weak, weak fillers that can't really produce at the the same level as guys. I mean, I shouldn't use Mixon as an example because P Ryan's been, you know, largely fine, but stuff like that where, okay, yeah, you got hurt. You're out a few weeks. I'm picking up some bum Greg Dortch to play for you who actually also played well. So my two examples aren't really great, but (laughs) you know, you know what I mean though? Like these guys are out for four weeks at a time. And we're picking up guys just to stash in our lineups. But I mean, it just has made fantasy a little bit trickier in maybe with, with a mechanism that I thought would make it easier. It just kind of hasn't worked out that way, at least for me. You have uh, the, the, the possibility of dropping a flex soon coming into coming into play, maybe because mm. we are in where our leagues are. And this is probably most listeners double flex the three wide receivers, maybe two quarterbacks. Like we're not rocking two running backs, two wide receiver leagues. You know, this is these are deep leagues. The, oh, yeah. you're, you're scratching, you're scratching at everything you can. And when you come up doing all the research, figuring out this guy's had the good practice week, you know, the the the, the injuries for him on on the opposite side of the team look good, and they come out and change running backs on you. All of a sudden, it really Thanks for question. Thanks. Well, all my research led me to believe that Kendrick Bourne would be good at uh, wide receiver. So, so you got to change that approach for next year. Yep. I mean, you took a, an offense that was tops of the league and now mid to late twenties in every single statistic. That's another one. Oh, Patriots, you know, largely unchanged, but we have a defensive coordinator at offensive coordinator and uh, nothing has been right ever since. That's a, I want to end it with this because I was actually thinking about it and I want it on record <laughs> is I am starting to feel it because the, 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 the asked Belichick and, and um, media have asked the players, you know, are, how are the offensive coordinators doing now that you've seen 12 weeks of it? And he and Belichick said, well, you know, it's kind of too late to make a change. Well, in my mind, I'm sitting there going, buddy, you better not be sit, sitting there going, yeah, well, I didn't do well after Brady left because Cam Newton was my quarterback, and then it was Mac Jones's first year, and then I had a defensive coordinator as an offensive coordinator. He better not be using these ex- excuses to 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 uphold his legacy when he retires. I'll be yeah. Pleased. the The whole it's too late to make a change thing I didn't much care for because it's not. I mean, you it's never to change late. now, nope. and then you have real game right. reps for next year. Say say for instance you do promote Troy Brown or you do promote uh Casario not Casario um the, the, the Haley Kaylee whatever his name is yep. and and they do a solid job then guess what you have a guy you can pay and can trust. Right. 
next next year you're going to have to pay someone you don't know unless it's Bill O'Brien, but apparently that didn't work out. That wasn't going to happen because you were afraid he was going to leave for another job anyway. Yep. That's just frustrating. So I think we should end it. This has been a very negative podcast. Good info, but I feel worse. <laughs> yeah. worse we're coming to, out. We're gonna have to put like the suicide hotline number at like a <laughs> disclaimer at the beginning and end of the podcast. <laughs> this is incredibly depressing. Please, if you need help, <laughs> seek the appropriate resources. Um, what was what was that old sponsor that we heard? Whatever charity we rise. rise. Oh, Rise Masters. There we go. One eight seven seven cars for kids. <laughs> With a K. Yeah. Your car Talk about making someone depressed. Stick them in a room and play that song. <laughs> oh, everyone's on the radio. All right, we're, we're going too far into yeah. depressing shit now. Deep dive, deep dive. All right. Um, yeah. So shelfies again. Check us out. Chalk, chalk market as always. Code TSF. One hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Top shelf FNTSY on Facebook. All the social media. Topshelffantasy.com for our articles, start and sits, waiver wire stuff. All comes out every week. Go check it out. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.